Hi guys, welcome to Heal and Learn and welcome also if you're new. If you enjoy this content, do consider subscribing. This is Irina, your host at Heal and Learn YouTube channel and at the Grow and Learn podcast. If you prefer a different uh, platform, you can consider checking us out at odyssey.com and uh, bitshoot.com. The links are below. So do stay tuned because I'm doing this recording for the third time and there's always something going wrong. So somebody doesn't want this information out. <laughs> uh, I'm half kidding. So today I'm going to be talking about our environment as one of the top forces for the success of our manifestation and our creative skills. Uh, this is episode four of the series Uncover the Real Human. First of all, thank you so much for uh, commenting below the last video and for all the positive feedback that you gave me. All right, let's begin. So why do I want to talk about the environment? I'm not going to be talking about climate change. I'm not going to be talking about uh, pollution or anything like that. I'm going to be talking about the energy aspects of the influence of our environment on us. So what led me to talk about this was a conversation that I had with the horse riding uh, teacher of my son. I just signed him up for uh, horse riding classes and they're in nature, not in a manege or in an indoor thing. Uh, we're in Bulgaria, so everything happens outside in the summer. And this person, apart from owning horses and giving uh, horse riding lessons, um, has been a host father. Him and his wife have been a host family for children that are mentally impaired, handicapped, you know, whatever labeling uh, is given to them. Usually these kids are from Germany, from Central Europe. And they have been a host family for the past 20 years. And what he told me was impressive. He said, 70% of all the kids recover fully from whatever they have been diagnosed with. Only very severe cases don't recover. And he said, it's not only the horses that help them because the horses have no judgment. Animals have no judgment. They give you love as a, as a pure human or pure being, <laughs> pure living being, there's no judgment there. And that helps a lot. So firstly, they ride horses. Secondly, they take care of a garden. Of a, They grow their own uh, food in rural Bulgaria. And thirdly, he said, which is very important for such kids, uh, they're not labeled. They start anew. They start on a clean slate. In their new environment, nobody knows that they're mentally impaired or they're supposed to act a certain way, be a certain way, uh, as they have known them in their previous environments, where they're actually doomed to continue living such a life and never get out of it. So he said this new environment uh, that they're given is to a large extent, what changes their lives and what uh, completely uh, allows them to become their new self, their newly discovered self. Because I'm sure you know the saying, you can't be a prophet uh, in your own village. Have you thought, why not? You can't be a prophet, prophet, because 
everybody knows you to be a certain way. They've grown up with you. Your mother knows you to be, to be a certain way. Your brother knows you to be a certain way. Your sister-in-law knows you to be a certain way. Everybody in the village or in the small community where you've grown up knows you to be a certain way. They hold an image of you, and this image holds you from developing. You have to be very strong. Um, you have to have a very strong will in order to overcome this uh, perception others have of you and to stand for yourself and what you want to become and develop. That's why for a lot of people, it's actually easier to become successful elsewhere in a different country, in a different city, somewhere far away from their family of origin. You know, because people move at different speeds, they develop at different speeds. We uh, generationally, people think differently very often. So it's um, in order for people to grow up to their full potential, very often it's easier to just move somewhere else. I'm not proclaiming them, I'm just stating my opinion about it. All right. So, um, I've also heard of, um, of another example of kids being healed with the help of animals. Um, and that's when I spoke to somebody who organizes groups of uh, uh, kids that are handicapped mentally and physically. And he takes them to the Delphinarium in Varna every year. These are kids from Central Europe that he gathers. Um, and he takes them to this uh, Delphinarium and kids see an incredible improvement. And in general, interacting with animals and with nature is amazing. It takes you closer to God because there's absolutely perfect flow in nature. There are no obstacles there. It just grows. It, it just is. So we are programmed to believe that what matters for our success is only our internal mindset. It's only our internal conversation, only what we uh positively affirm to ourselves and that our environment is not so important when it's important it's probably related to uh, the law of attraction the the movie uh, the secret you know you're supposed to uh, go to expensive places and uh, look at expensive uh, shop windows and then at some point you'll get this gucci bag or something like that I know that my audience uh, is not necessarily people that think like that. I just like to explain my point. That's why I'm, I'm giving simple examples. But um, so my point here is it is probably most probably not enough and not as simple as it was described in, in the um, widely spread law of attraction um, theory. It's not enough to only, only rely on your mi mindset and positive thinking. It's very important where you're at, who you're interacting with, and what your environment is. It is known that being in nature, first of all, heals people, and secondly, it rewires you. And soon, I believe it will be proven how exactly it rewires people, because um, we tend to mirror what is outside of us. We know that whenever we're in a uh, depressive environment, in an office for too long that has no plants, there are studies being done on people where, where they, whenever there are plants around them and whenever you know there's an office without plants. So I don't think I need to convince you about that. I think 
the environment is mirrored onto the synapses the structure of the environment mirrors our internal structure so it aligns us somehow it moves us away from programming um, and this also reminded me about a book that i read recently um, a series by uh, vladimir megre anastasia and in one of the books he talks about or she talks about um, 9 11 and uh, the fact that George Bush Jr. was on vacation for a very long time. And yesterday I checked, there's now more and more information uh, about George Bush and new articles because we're approaching the 20th anniversary from the, from the event. So uh, in the article that I read yesterday, uh, it said that George Bush was on average 33% of his presidency on vacation. So. This is exactly where he was before 9-11. For, for the whole month of August, he was in his ranch in Texas. And while everybody was wondering how come there's no access to formal communication lines and, and um, his security was not even allowed in a closer perimeter around him, everybody was wondering what was going on. Well, in this book, and I'm not saying that's what happened, this is the truth, because I'm aware of a lot of different theories from many different perspectives of what might have happened on 9-11. This is not my point to discuss here. I'm just going to um, explain what the book uh, Anastasia says um, about this period of time when, when George Bush, Bush was in his ranch in Texas and how this has influenced the outcome of the terroristic attacks. So what she actually says is that because he was away uh, from the artificial field of influence, he was in nature basically that protects you from uh, the influence of um, psychotronic, psychotronic influences. He was able to um, go deep within himself and find the information that was more, more useful for him to take the right decision. So he was able to take the right decision while he was secluded so to say he was given a lot of information at that time by his secret services of what is impending uh and according to this book a lot more was about to happen um a, a lot more was in the plans and it was prevented so again i'm not saying it is true what is true for me though is that a lot of um people in power, politicians, have very little time where they're not influenced externally. And basically, the decisions they make are most often influenced, be it consciously or subconsciously. They don't make decisions themselves. And this has implications on you as well, not only as a citizen of your country, but also as yet another human being who is influenced by people around you. And now I'm going to talk about uh, a study, a research study that was done in Russia between 82 and 90. It involved um, experiments with 500 extrasensory people. This study was ordered by the KGB and it was later a part of it 
I suppose not everything was documented in the books there, which are there an abbreviation in Russian and the, the title translates the title of this this sequel translates as future energy information development. I talk about um, some of the theory in this uh, of this sequel in my course Start a Business with Meaning. Uh, I begin my course with energetic uh, teachings. The first one, I mean, teachings, I don't know if it's the right word, but a theory on energy and how this influences your life and how you can influence your energy. I first talk about the silver method. Then I talk about uh, this uh, sequel of books uh, from Dmitri Verishyagin. And then I talk about relationships, psychology, manifestation, uh, purpose, um, the 12 aspects of your life, your life book, and then we move on to uh, defining your business model and so on. So it's a very structured process that um, that helps you narrow down and pinpoint the exact thing that you want to do and that you're passionate about and that is in line with everything else in your life. All right, so I'm going to share a screen now. Uh, this is uh, the presentation that I've used in this part of my course and i'm just going to sh uh, show you a few slides of it just to give you an idea of what i'm talking about all right so the project this is what the author says the uh, the purpose of the uh, of the project was purposeful influence by an extrasensory or a group of people that can cause alterations in the consciousness of a person or a group that affect their behavior. And he also says, every country has a lab that develops psychotronic weapons and these are inseparable from their secret services. So what they've discovered, and these are by, by the way, pictures from the book itself. I'm not even sure that it's available in English, but you can check it out. So the, mm, the, main, the main premise of the book, it's not a premise, it's actually proven by, as I told you, it's, um, there were experiments and research done for about eight years. It's not simply they took an extrasensory person and they asked him to remote view something. These were structured projects with proof. And what is science? Repetible, re repetitive testing so this was done this is this can actually be qualified as science so the the book states or the the author states that there are two major energy flows one is uh, one goes upward one goes downwards and these connect god and the earth and it runs through us we are like on a string so all the, all the chakras are located along these two energy flows. Here are all the chakras, as you know them. The important thing here is that the chakras are only dispersing the energy that flows through the two main energy flows. If, these, uh, if this connection is impaired for some reason, they, there may be many reasons why this connection may be impaired, then your chakras start to suffer. Then they start uh, getting blockages, uh, and then you would need the help of one of these here, qigong, pranayama, acupressure, acupuncture, you know, all the respect for these people. Um, but they can fix your chakras only temporarily. 
So as long as the major energy flow is not functioning properly, fixing of the chakras is just a temporary solution. They will break down again. So you will have to continue going back and back again and again to acupressure, acupuncture, leech therapy and everything else to fix the chakras. The major thing is to always be connected to earth and to God simultaneously and, and be aware of this energy information flow. And, um, you know, if, let's say, if we take the heart chakra and if it's impaired, all the, uh, the organs around the heart chakra will be impaired as well, or not all, but some of the organs uh, around this area start suffering. And this is how... If you know what organ is suffering, you know which chakra you can focus on, right? So these are the major chakras, but then there are smaller ones located around them and they disperse the energy further down your arms and so on. Okay, this is not what I wanted to tell you. I actually wanted to <clears throat> talk about this part, which is the constant exchange of energy between us as people. So the exchange of energy happens... Uh, on different levels of the chakras, usually, uh, usually we send and receive energies through the uh, third eye chakra and through the belly button chakra. I'm going to stop sharing for a second and tell you a few things. <clears throat> so this, uh, this study discovered that people that, who live in, in cities where there are a lot of people around, um, tend to have a very small toric field, which represents your energy. And it's on average six times smaller than the energy field or toric field of people who live in villages, in nature. Of course, I'm generalizing. It depends what kind of a city, what kind of a village and so on. But you can imagine how much more energy people in villages or people who live in nature are able to hold. And what does this mean, having a toric field that is bigger? It means you're healthier. It means you can exert more influence on people. It means um, you have more energy to execute your goals. You have more creative energy. You can manifest better. So it's important that your toric field is bigger. And also, if you live in cities, and I have lived in big cities, I know what it's like. You know, when you go into the city transport and when people are rubbing <laughs> all the way around you and you feel completely dirty when you go home, it's not just the physical dirt. Actually, all your energy has uh, swiped off a bit of the energies of other people and you're wondering why you feel like, you know, whatever, like crap. But you may have picked up somebody else's emotion who was next to you in the bus or in the metro, right? So... It's not that you're influenced only by your uh, family and uh, friends and the people that are in close proximity. I mean, you are influenced by people who are in close proximity, but not only people that you're in constant communication with, you know, not only by colleagues and people that you know. You can be influenced by strangers as well. So unless you know how to close off and protect your energy, um, you need to go in nature much more often in order to align this programmed energy, cleanse it and align it to the divine energy which is present in nature and within animals. And I'm not, I'm not talking about animals that you take care of 
in your city apartments because they carry your energy. They're just as, as you are. They're no more different than a human being that is absorbing the energies of other people. I'm talking about animals uh, in the wild, birds, wild nature. Recently, I talked, uh, this past week, actually, I talked with Ogi Karam um, about shamanism or the shaman in a corporation. And I recommend you to watch this talk because at some point we talk exactly about that mirroring of the external environment onto uh, the uh, internal environment or like aligning your energy with the divine energy. And um, okay, so this alignment is documented in many, many uh books, studies, um, what, what rings in my mind now is a CD, a CD series by Kevin Trudeau. And uh, I listened to this CD, uh, CD series about 10 years ago, and he talks about manifestation. He claims to have um, brought out secrets from the secret societies that he was a member of. Now, whether this is true or not, I can't uh, stand behind that or guarantee it. But what speaks about the truthfulness or at least partial truthfulness of what he has to say are two things. First, that I've tested it and it works for me. And secondly, that his uh, name was very much smudged and uh, he was brought down as a fraud, although he was a uh, successful businessman. Um, but now, whether it's a fact or not, and you can judge yourself. Um, I'm not his lawyer either, so. <laughs> uh, but what he he tells in one of the one of the CDs is a story about a wealthy man who at some point loses his fortune and, and, and is being sued. And he's a member of a secret society. So he knows what to do. So instead of going to look for evidence to defend himself or to um, you know, pull his hair and wonder what to do or to look how to pull certain strings, what he does is he packs his bags uh, takes his wife and he goes on a vacation on a faraway island and he stays there for three months. So around the third week, they call him and they tell him, your case has been dropped, you got all your money back. And this is what usually happens uh, when people are in a, in a negative uh, railroad, negative flow, and when they step out of it, completely change what they're doing, it's important to change what you do, but also be in nature to reprogram this negative flow. And uh, fates change their turnaround of events and so on. This has been documented and observed quite a few times. And I even advise people uh, that I consult that come to my courses, you know, whenever they say I have a bad day or my day started badly, just change whatever you're doing, ignore, the problem at hand and start doing something else that gives you pleasure. That's it. It's not a big secret. 
and this changes your energy and it will finally adjust what you're holding yourself so tight on what is giving you a lot of um, trouble all right guys that's all i have to say for today enjoy your weekend do join us for the live call with Alfredo Diaz on Tuesday. He talks about um, the energies of the week using the cards of truth. And he can answer uh, your questions with uh, a deck of cards if you come online. Uh, we start at 8.30 p.m. CET, and that's 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And on Wednesday, you can join Shaman Joe and Intuitive Guide Cindy for meditation and channeling. We have weekly groups and these are simply amazing. There's nothing, you know, it's, uh, there's so many testimonies that we've had so far by people who are amazed by what we can achieve in these groups. And in general, do join, uh, do check out all the courses on healandlearn.com page home study. We have amazing experts giving live or recorded courses there. Thank you so much for your attention. I'm waiting for your comments.